Hello and welcome to the McGappin Fries Movie Reviews and Opinion Podcast. Hello, I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. <laughs> and uh, welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a, a hiatus of sorts. It's been a long time. It's been quite a long time. But this is our 99th podcast. We've been doing this for a long time. Yes. A long time. It feels like for fucking ever. <laughs> so for those of you who listen to us for the first time, because it's been that long since the we were on air, people have, new fresh people have been born. That's um, true. That's true. A lot's uh, we'll normally do a few reviews, we'll do some movie news, we'll do some emails, all movie related. If you want to email us in, it's podcast at mcgappinfries.com. That's podcast at mcgappinfries.com. So what were you doing? Uh, I, was, uh, I, was doing a, I was doing a spot of theatre. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was cracking the boards, as they say. Oh, really? Um, and I did a restaging of a play I did last year called Someone Who Watch Over Me. Mm-hmm. Um, Seen it. Yeah, quite, <laughs> quite a few people did. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ooh, snap. <laughs> uh, me and uh, these two other actors, Kingsley Judd and Charles Donnelly, in case you, in case they happen to be listening, uh, we did uh, a very successful production of it in, last year in Kale in Singapore, mm-hmm. and um, so the director wanted to bring us back to do it again. But uh, seeing as how you know these actors need to come in, uh, one from Scotland, the other one from uh, Perth, Australia, so. To make it worth their while, we decided to do two productions. So after that, we did the complete works of Shakespeare. Ah, arranged. cool, cool. Uh, which also went very well, but uh, it, it kicked my ass. You had a lot of rehearsal <laughs> time and everything else. That show really kicked my ass. I think, I think it's safe to say it kicked all three of our asses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those, that, that sated your desire for theater for a while. Cut, well, got to do another one. I'm doing another one right now, actually. <laughs> Start rehearsals tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, I'm directing this one. Oh, okay. I'm directing this one. So, uh, oh, so that should be way less effort than you know acting in one. At least physically. <laughs> at least I don't have to worry about the fucking nerves of getting up in front of people, which always freaks me out. So it could be another year before we get to podcast 100. Uh, no, nah, well, you see, because because I'm the director, yeah. I'm also the one who maps out the schedule. Mm. So I've made certain, um, prov- you know, certain. Have you made the point in your account? Allocated certain slots, you know, and uh, under, drinking under, and meeting up with under, the, and socializing, the, and this covers both by under, under the guise of thinking about my cast. You know, it's like at rehearsals, I'm like, well, because I, I want you guys to, you know, have time for your normal everyday shit, as mm. well, you know, as do I. Yeah. Uh, so yes, time has been allocated. Mm. Cool, but that's that's the main reason why there hasn't been a podcast in so long is that I was uh, either rehearsing or too tired to do anything else. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I went on holiday. But uh, <laughs> things 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 got very busy for you as well. Oh yeah, well work was crazy. Uh, I can't remember what things else still was doing. things still. And then I went on holidays. That's right. So Actually, you it, wasn't, it wasn't that hectic. You I, went had, I had two weeks. You went on quite a long holiday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Two weeks in Thailand. <laughs> this is a good. Oh, I guess. You know, I guess Gavin's really enjoying all those rehearsals and stuff. Oh, yes, why, thank you. Another my Thai would be delightful, thanks. How do, you, how do you spend two weeks in Thailand? How does your system even handle it? Um, I never, I didn't want to come back. I just didn't want to go back to work. That first week in work, I was literally like, okay, I've got my visa, I could just walk. But what do you do for two weeks in Thailand besides get wasted? I mean, Elephant trekking. Elephant trekking. You're such a tourist. <laughs> They were tourists. I was showing them the, 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 the place. You fucking loved it. And uh, lay by the beach, ate a lot of nice food. I, I've never been on an elephant. You've never been on an elephant? No, oh, I, have, I have. I oh. have. <laughs> <laughs> but my parents made me do it. Oh, uh, you're on your top. I was, I, was uh, I don't know, I think I was about 13, 14 or something. I mean, I will say that was kind of good because they kind of, the guy, the, what do you call them? The guides or the, the elephant drivers. The elephant drivers. They just got the fuck off and were like, eh. And so I was like, well. Someone needs, someone needs, someone needs to make that movie. <laughs> the Elephant Driver, <laughs> starring Statham <laughs> or Tony Jaa. 
No, he's, 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 he's past it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's past it. Either way, uh, I had a great time. But yeah, we're just relaxing, chilling. That's all we did. Excellent. And uh, caught a few movies, luckily, because we need to review some. Yep. Uh, what we'll try to review today, just for those of you who've listened past all this gibberish so far, uh, I'm going to review The Hunger Games... Very quickly do Underworld Awakening. We can do Descendants, maybe? We can talk a little bit about the Descendants. Yeah. Um, I'll throw my review of... Uh, I was very bored one day, and uh, one night, actually, I couldn't sleep, so I put on Abduction. Oh, right. You know, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> and okay. even and it was one of those movies where it's like you're just putting it on. You see, the thing is, you're so, saying this like it's intending, also intending to fall asleep, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I had to turn it off because it was so horrible. But you're skipping yeah. over the fact that it's like, so I just put on abduction. So you actually went out and bought abduction. It didn't uh, appear no, no, in no, your no, house. No, 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 no. I didn't buy it. Uh-huh. My dad bought it. Oh, okay. And I was uh, just going through some of his shit. I was like, you have this movie? <laughs> and he's like, and my dad, you know, who, re- who and this is the same guy who recommended uh, Alien vs Predator. Yeah. Said, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, hmm, could I be surprised? Uh, and I was surprised. We'll find out in the review. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> cool. But yeah, that's about it in yeah. terms of the reviews. Didn't I think get that, should, uh, that should keep us covered for yeah. quite a bit. I didn't get a chance to see John Carter yet, by all counts. I still haven't seen that, but I really want to. Yeah, um, I mean, that's the big news at the moment that, you know, John Carter flopped. Apparently it's not that bad, but it's just they, f- they fumbled the press. Completely. Well, the marketing was crap. Yeah. You know, uh... <laughs> It gave you no idea as to what the movie was going to be about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like, what, $250 million worth of losses. Because uh, the film was about $250 million, and then the, on top of that, they spent another $150 million on marketing. On, on marketing. And obviously, whoever company they used for that, you know, that they wasted their fucking money. I mean, changing it from John Carter of Mars, um, one of the interesting things is that that did so badly, and they were trying to avoid being a sci-fi film. Yeah. And the Hunger Games is not... Re- it's, it's weird the way that's doing it, because it's a sci-fi film. It is. It is very much a sci-fi film. But it's done in such a muted, this is what you get way, and it was never as part of this, the flashbang, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they show you, like, look, check out what recall, and they show you the world of Mars and all that kind of stuff. This is just showing, concentrating on other stuff. Yeah. So it was interesting that that did fucking ridiculously well. Yeah. But, uh, but Joe saw, saw it, and, and he said it was really good. Yeah. Uh, said like it's incredibly epic, um, and you know I mean the the source material itself is very pulpy and it's yeah in its I mean nature. it ripped off a hundred thousand times. Yeah. So. that that was one of those interesting things about the trailer is that you know this is a property that you know uh, inspired a- Avatar, inspired you know Star Wars, all of those things that are so well, those science fiction staples to us now, but yet. But no, but everyone's forgotten John Carter. So yeah. then, when the trailers came out, it's like John, the 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 originator looked like the copycat. It was exactly. this really weird thing. <laughs> but no, I do want to see that very yeah. much. Although Taylor Kitsch seems to have shit luck these days. He's in Battleship as well. <laughs> yeah, and that <laughs> I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, but he he's also in Savages, uh, the new Oliver Stone film. I saw a slight clip of that. Yeah, with uh, if Battleship sinks, he's just going to go into a deep dark hole. <laughs> like you can't you can't open a movie song ever. You're, you're box office. You're literally box office poison. In a few years' time, you won't even be able to you won't even be able to go see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read somewhere that Ryan Gosling uh, saved this woman's life? Yeah, with pink hair. Pulled her, pulled her away from the. <laughs> some guy, some guy on, on uh, one of the talkbackers said, "When is when is Ryan? All he needs to do now is save the rest of the world and stop acting." <laughs> <laughs> You've seen that Ryan Gosling Hey Girl" thing on the internet, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. It's just the Tumblr blog, but it's just pictures of him standing. It's like, "Hey girl, I really like the way you leave your hair that way in the mornings." Just right. getting a real kind of you know you, things that you ni- ni- nice guy Ryan would say basically. Mm-hmm. Hey girl, always starts with hey girl. <laughs> I haven't seen that. It's ridiculous. I've, been, I've clearly been missing out. Yeah. 
Um, there's lots of trailers that came out now that we should really dig into. I mean, the whole phenomenon of the trailer for a trailer. Yeah, it's it's being carried on to new heights now. Yeah. Now, it's now, now Prometheus, and now already Total Recall Total were like, Recall. hey, we got a trailer coming up on Sunday. It's like, don't fucking tell me, just show me the trailer. Yeah, and after the uh, teaser to the teaser and the trailer to the trailer, we had the trailer once again with director's commentary. For the Total Recall? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Len Wiseman has a, you know, he's, he went to MTV and explained in detail each shot. And so now, online... Oh, I saw that, yeah. It's like, that. if you want to watch the uh, trailer with the director's commentary, you can. Jesus. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? MTV, what, do you, no, MTV, what, do you, what do you, like, talk really fast? MTV <laughs> seems to have a show where they do that. There is some show, because I've seen someone else do that before. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was uh, talking through their trailer. I was like, this is weird. How, I mean, how hungry <clears throat> are we for knowledge... To, to know what's going on that we need a director's commentary on a trailer yeah I mean that's which a, isn't really which is more of a shouldn't the marketing people do the director do the commentary yeah it's like we, we chose this bit because there's some fucking explosions and some yeah. sci-fi shit and uh, here's the money shot Colin, boom Carl, Colin Flowers Colin, Colin, Colin Flowers Colin Flowers yeah lead singer of the killers Colin, Colin Powell's <laughs> you know, he's been he's been working out so we have a quick flash of that <laughs> John Cho's blonde, cool. There we go. Yeah, John Cho's blonde. Yeah, there you go. Just, but just, that, pu- just putting it out. But there. that big action sequence in the beginning, where it goes from one to one to one, that looked like the one. Did it? That, that was the same kind of stuff. The the, 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 the bungee, the bungee cam was the, on that. Yeah, yeah, the Jet Li movie. Yeah, uh, there was an action sequence that was very similar. Although that was, although apparently the big difference for this is Len Wiseman is saying is that that was all practical, mm-hmm. and that the, they had their own these cameras were like on these rigs that make them go like pan at like 35 thirty five. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of cool, um, but what the world of it's it's I mean otherwise, nice it, just, and otherwise stuff. it looks quite generic. Yeah, it looks like Minority Report bits and pieces of it. Yeah, it has that. Yeah. Look, the future's blue. Yeah, it, occasionally. <laughs> oh no, that's the thing with every poster and everything else. It's either it's, it's aquamarine and taupe, right? And a, another um, thing that I have an issue with, um, and I didn't realize this until I saw the trailers. Like I didn't realize Total Recall was going to be PG thirteen. No, is it? Yeah, it's PG thirteen. What's the point? It's, it's you know there's. N- I guess we're not going to have those uh, that the three titty chick. Yeah, well, they're not on Mars. That's right. Yeah, that's and that's right. why I was wondering. It's like, who's <laughs> Jessica Biel then? Are they Earth resistance? What's going on? I don't understand. Yeah, it just looks weird. It was um, what do you call it? I had the word there a minute ago. It's just inoffensive. You know what I mean? It's nothing. It's not. It's generic. Yeah. It's just very. It's just a very generic trailer. And I didn't even that bit at the end. I think was that as well. Ernie's face uh, changing the the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the face yeah. change thing. It looked like only yeah. to hologram this time instead of, a, <laughs> instead of that prosthetic head. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the Prometheus thing started off this trailer for a trailer thing, and I think they're doing an insanely good job on the marketing on that. They are. They are. I've stopped watching. Um, I haven't seen like the, the. I think there's a new trailer out. I haven't seen. There was that. trailer one. There was trailer two, and there was the IMAX trailer. So the two of them came at the same time, which is confusing because I was watching one, and then it was like someone was saying it's diff- it begins differently, and then I saw the real one. I saw the teaser, and I saw the first trailer, yeah. and that's it. Um, very been very consciously avoiding that shit. Well, you should avoid the rest of it because there's a fucking massive spoiler in there, but it's really really quick. Uh, well, I spotted it. I blinked like well, the second before, and I was like, ah. See why do you, why do you do that to yourself? I don't know. Why do you do that to yourself? Cool to have, you been, have you been watching the new Avengers spots like with the, the Hulk no. smash and all that? I, I haven't either. I've been hearing about them. People yeah. tell me about them, even if I don't want to fucking know. People are like, "Did you see the fucking <laughs> Hulk smash? Oh, it's gonna be awesome." <laughs> you know, and it's thank you very much. Are scrolls? <laughs> do not scrolls. <laughs> is it a spoiler to tell you something that isn't really a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> what if he's lying and they are scrolls? I mean, the only one I saw was Tom Hiddleston, Hiddleston and. Um, Tony Stark saying, you know, uh, I have an army. He's like, we have a Hulk. Yeah, we have. 
Or you pissed us off or something. He goes through the the, the roll. Call. It's like, it was the roll call on it. Oh, yeah. did you see the um, the fight sequence? They, they they released a clip with uh, Black Widow k- kicking ass. Yeah, but was that that from the first one? Oh, it was it was started off with the first one. That it started off with some clips from the first one, and then showed something from the second, from the new one, right? Hmm? Or from Iron Man, sorry. No, 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 no. This was um, it's it's a clip from the Avengers. Okay, uh, where she's um, like like tied to a chair. She's on the phone with um, fucking what's his name? She's in a black dress, right? No, she's uh, in, in her, her outfit. Okay. In, in, in her outfit, I think. Okay, I can't quite remember. Uh, and she beats the shit out of a bunch of people. But there was one terrible shot where she sort of head some headbutts some guy from the back, uh-huh. like like hit, hits her head back and hits, uh, headbutts this guy from the back. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a really badly done shot. You can oh, no. see that she's not making contact with him. It looks like she's <laughs> it looks like she's knocking him out with her hair. <laughs> it just looks really bad. I hope they I hope they fucking fix that. I'll fix that. <laughs> fix that post. But. Um, yeah, I haven't seen those Avengers things, but the Prometheus thing was great, and you know, I think it's just going to be—it looks amazing. I've never—I haven't does. been this excited about a film in a while. I haven't been this excited about about a sci-fi film in a while. Yeah, that you know virtually very little about. Yes, I mean, and there's so many tantalizing links there, and they're just doing—they're just showing you. It's like, oh, I'm expecting this, expecting this. What the hell was that? Yeah, there's so many what the hell moments in that, and just things that work so well as five-second snippets of you just see hands moving or something else or someone you know screaming in the spacesuit, and it just looked really really amazing it's a nice little it's a nice little gamble that's paid off and the whole idea of trying to remove itself from the alien um, and they're still franchise. riding that fence and they're still riding it but that's um, it's it's a gamble that's paid off is that it's just making us want, want it more because yeah. we want we want to know I for sure know. we want to know for sure that we're right did you see Harry Knowles <laughs> comments on this he did mention something he'd gotten the script he got gotten the script yeah no I didn't look at that actually that was on his TV show wasn't it he's new, there's a new Nerdist he's, Network he's got, and he's yeah. on a, he's on that he was alright Excessive amount of hair gel in his, in his hair. No, I didn't. I didn't see. It. I know of it. I know. Yeah. I know what he's been doing. And, he was and, I, and I know it. that he got his hands on the script. And but, he did uh, say in that he, that was part of his bit in the basement. That he was talking about, and he was saying how you know Ridley Scott has said it's not it's not related to the original Alien movies, and it looks like it's not. So he said he's gone the other way to say it's not again. Mm-hmm. Um, but the links are there if you want to see them. So it's both. <laughs> well, but you know. The fucking space jockey's yeah, there. <laughs> it's the exact same it's, design. It's the exact ship. same design. So fuck you, man. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I. It's okay. There probably won't be a xenomorph, but don't say there's no connection to the alien movies. The fucking space jockey's right there. It's a lingering shot yeah. in the trailer. <laughs> the space jockey's no, waving I'm at not, you. It's not, it's, <laughs> Check this shit out, boy. It's boys. not like it's a quick flash and I thought I saw something. Yeah, yeah. It's there. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> But uh, um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm really looking forward to that. August, yeah. right? Was it June? It's June. June, I think. June, yeah. excellent. There's another thing that um, I think I had it in the notes for this podcast when we were supposed to do it like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're talking about the news cycle. It has gone really quick from a few quick photos of Johnny Depp on site um, on set for Dark Shadows to trailer yeah. to it's out next it's month. It's out next month. Yeah, next month. Yes, next yeah. month. I'm quite amused by that. Apparently, is it what is like? And, 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 and I think I think it's opening the same day as Avengers. Is it? I think it's the same weekend as Avengers. Did you see the trailer? I did. What did you think? Um, it at best it'll be a nice throwback to Tim Burton's Beetlejuice days. I was thinking of that. Um, <clears throat> at worst, it could be fucking painful. It looks but like it, it, looks, it looks like it could be painful. I thought, but at best, I think it could be one of their. It could be one of their best because well, him and uh, Johnny Depp's because it looks like. A perfect match for their sensibilities. It's not trying. It's not they're adding their sensibilities to something else. Lots of white makeup. Put, some, put stripes on everything. You know, it's like it makes sense in that milieu. 
a little it, bit, or it, at least the, the the tone they went for. And that trailer was very well observed and had nice humor and everything. I thought it was brilliant, like with the TV destroying. What yeah. sorcerer is this? No, I mean, no, no. he's hamming it up ridiculously. Well, of course he is. He's, that's, that's all he does. That's now. what he does now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm just kind of indifferent towards it. I saw it. Really? It, it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. I was expecting it to be a little bit more like Sleepy Hollow, mm. that sort of tone. Um, but all of the Tim Burton, uh, Johnny Depp collaborations have quirky humor. All, yeah. of, all of them. But I think this one matches so well because it's so soapy. I mean, this whole thing is that it looks like the Adams Family, but then they bring in the fact that Eva Green's witch cursed into her mortality, but she's still around and she's... Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of weird humor in that. There's, there's in that a lot, of, there's a lot of weird humor, which, which is why I said earlier, it's uh, it looks like a throwback to to the Beetlejuice uh, kind of film that he used to do. Yeah, know? and uh, you know, if you if they pull it off, then great. But for some strange reason, I just have no burning desire to actually run out and go see it. I'm sure I'll see it at some point. You've had your Burton love worn down. You know, he he should have stopped in the '90s. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see another trailer that only popped up this week, I think, was the trailer for Ted by Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. What did you think of that? I don't know. know. (laughs) Parts of it look really funny, and parts of it look really, really stupid. So I love it. And lame. But I love the trailer trailer in that it sets it up. And I was watching this, I was like, this is Seth MacFarlane, this is the guy who did Family Guy. This looks like the most generic. It looks like Friends with Benefits at the beginning. And then the thunder happens, and Mark Wahlberg's doing his The Other Guys thing of just angry and stupid. Yeah. And. Seth MacFarlane is his teddy bear. Yes, and he's a foul-mouthed teddy bear who you know hits, is, he likes the and ladies. And he's not even trying to do a different voice. He is Peter Griffin. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's mostly not, Peter Griffin. It is Peter Griffin. It's the exact it's same. old Peter Griffin. Though. It sounds the, older. It's the exact same fucking voice. <laughs> but it sounds older. Like and you know what that, I mean? And, and that is an issue for me. Yeah. It's the exact same fucking voice. I know what you mean because I was watching Family Guy yesterday, and the guy who plays Archer, yeah, and um, H. John Benjamin or, or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He does like a redneck trucker guy, or the, com- the comic book geek guy from Family Guy. Mm-hmm. And every time he opened his mouth last night, it was freaking me out because I watched all of season two of, or three of Archer recently, mm-hmm. and it's it's great. Archer's still great, mm-hmm. but that voice is now that character. Mm-hmm. So hearing it in that, I couldn't figure out who it was, and it was driving me insane. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's Seth MacFarlane, so that's okay. At least we know it's Peter. But uh... <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's just like no. I mean, some of it's really funny. Yeah. Did you see the green band or the red band trailer? Red. Yeah. Fuck off, thunder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I actually found the green band trailer funnier. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't the, see that one. The red band trailer, there's a lot of swearing. It's yeah. like a ridiculous amount of swearing. And, and it gets to a point where it's like, what the fuck? You know, whereas the green band trailer, it's it looked a bit more nicely placed. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, the, the red band trailer makes it look like every scene is just going to be an endless tirade of fucks. Yeah, yeah. And... It's like it's. It's, it's not just the fox. It's, I thought there was more to it than that. The, the, you know, he's the, the teddy bear's fucking the, the, check, the checkout register. <laughs> then with the sausage. Yeah, I was a chocolate bar. It's like okay, okay. I, no, like so we know where the limit. And it, that's Peter Griffin's character would do that no, as no, well. No, no, no. Yeah, okay, Lois, we're not doing that now. The bit that I liked was actually the uh, when when he's like, she, she can expect a ring. He's like, you'd be going after six years. I'm waiting for twenty-four. Where's my fucking? Yeah, ring? you motherfucker. Motherfucker. Like, Where's my that fucking was ring? That was like these two guys having a, a bit, you know, a bitch fight. It's like fuck you, motherfucker. Oh, fuck off me, man. I just wish McFarlane could have come up with a just a different, slightly different voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's exactly the same. That's just the way he talks now. I guess so. Um, In case so. you haven't listened to us but before, you know, I, mean, I'll put, I'll, I'll I, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it. It, it see looks it. funny. I want to, I don't want to see it in Malaysia. No. <laughs> Road trip. Road trip. Yeah. 
but I, but I do maintain that it it does look like it it could go either way. Yeah, I I still want to see it, but it does look like it could go either way. So I guess we should probably talk a little bit on a subject that's very dear to your heart, but uh, Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles movie. Yes, yes, we I should would, bring this up. Yeah, we should bring it up. Uh, How do you feel about that? The ninja, the alien Ninja Turtles, <laughs> not teenage, not mutant or ninja. That's his ninja, right? He's talking well, about Paramount have brought the name down well, to the, just Ninja the, Turtles. Well, the the alien the alien origins bit, I'm gonna wait and see mm-hmm. to see what they exactly they mean by that. It could uh, be someone has said someone has said like the goo in, that transforms them is alien in nature. Who said that? That was uh, I think I think it was Michael Bay as well. Because uh, Michael Bay, after he made those comments, he did put another post on his on his, I thought on his I, website. Maybe it was into a podcast, but I thought someone was talking about that and saying it in a sarcastic way. It's like the goo was always alien. <laughs> No, Peter Laird also wrote this thing in in, uh, in response to the whole thing, and he was kind of sarcastic. All the way, oh, kind of, all the way to eleven. Like yeah. people were like asking him for clarifications, and then he had to go on online and say, "I was being sarcastic." Yes, you uh, idiots. Kevin Eastman, however, is working with Michael Bay. On is this. he? Yeah. Well, he's full ownership now, isn't he? No, no, no. Actually, Peter Laird is uh, full ownership. Oh. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't know to what extent Kevin Eastman's working with Michael Bay, but I know that Kevin Eastman is definitely involved, at least on, at least on mm. an advising advisory sort of uh, level. Um, so that gives you a little bit of comfort. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why they would drop the Teenage Mutant because now the title is just Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That makes it very generic. It takes away the, you know, in the in the in the nineties, you needed those extra two adjectives. Yes. Because well, Ninja Turtles, who's going to watch that? It's like Pokemon or whatever. Pocket Monsters, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I mean, I am reserving judgment to see, to wait and see exactly what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they manage to make everything the same, I mean, if, if they retain the uh, the spirit of, of the thing, I'll, yeah. gi- I'll give it a shot. But um, these are changes that do feel a little unnecessary. Yeah. Because there's a re- there's a reason it's lasted as long as it has. Yeah, you know it's awesome. It's TMNT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although TMNT, NT, it's like what the Windows operating system from eight, five years what's, ago. What's NT? Yeah. You know, it's like fuck that. <laughs> but I'm gonna reserve judgment. Okay. For for now, for now. As long as they cast the hot April O'Neil. Well, you know that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Michael Bay. It's probably gonna be some is- Israeli supermodel <laughs> <laughs> that he can rescue from the, the you know that he can. But I, uh, speaking of Michael Bay, I am excited about uh, his new film, Pain and Gain. Oh, that's the one with The Rock, The and, Rock, and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and there's a and, fo- there was a photo online of like the two of them yeah. like ripped. And Ed Harris and Tony Shalhoub. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, who else is in it? Uh, Rob uh, Rod Codry. Oh, Rob Corddry, yeah. Rob Corddry, yeah. He's in a- I actually watched most of Children's Hospital yesterday. Because you know the joke is, it's not a Children's Hospital, it's named after Dr. Children's. Yes. You see, you've seen some of that? I've seen some of it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's not- to this day, like uh, when, when he's like really drunk, Hashem will remember, I told him that he, remind, that he reminded me of Rob Corddry's character in... Uh, yeah. My, was it... My hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still gets pissed at me. I know why. When he's drunk, like suddenly he'll remember. It's like that guy's a cunt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like that. <laughs> like you, you he's gonna wait until the day he says, "Am I?" <laughs> so it's just that one bit in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> where he th- where he throws the, uh, the the tequila shot over his shoulder and then takes a shot from the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> And he always has that. I mean, I didn't know who he was before that movie, and then I've seen him in other bits and pieces. Yeah. Because uh, in that children's hospital, the guy who runs the catering company in Party Down is in it, but a completely different character. It's good to see him doing that. And, you know, Rob Corddry's walking around with clown makeup the whole time and just being ridiculously angry, and he's talking about, I'm going to do surgery via the healing power of, med- of laughter. 
And, and the, the chief's like, why don't you try the healing power of medicine, you schmuck? <laughs> uh, I did, you know, but actually Kingsley, one of the guys I was acting with, he's a clown doctor. No, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's that, a yeah. clown doctor in Perth. Yeah, he's a bit of a clown doctor. <laughs> oh, Quick, bounce these balloons. <laughs> don't think about cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I felt bad but you look worse <laughs> that's for the kids that said Kingsley I don't know I mean if I saw Kingsley at a Starbucks I'd sit on the other side I mean, he's wearing that hat and he, he, does, he does look a little like uh, that fucking um, that in, inbred guy from a road trip you know the, the, the guy like um, they, they take they welcome the guy takes, takes the boys to the house and then he's got this really hot wife uh-huh. and he wants to he wants to have, have like an orgy with him uh huh do you remember that guy? No. The redneck guy's got this really I weird... I watched the first face. half of Road Trip and then I got bored. Oh, what's wrong with you? You gotta see that movie. Till the end. It's a fucking classic. Really? Well, it's not no. a classic. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Anything else going on? Like, while you're checking your messages? No, no. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, just check the shit out. I haven't seen much about this since, but I did put this in about three weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> oh, they're doing uh, a US pilot of Only Fools and Horses. With John Leguizamo. With John Leguizamo. This is the worst idea ever. I'm not even, I don't even want to talk about this. It's just so <laughs> stupid. What's going on? I mean, it's, it's, there's like a, that's never, I would say, never has a, a, I would say this is even, this is, uh, this is a worse idea than, than a US remake of Space. Yeah. You know, it's like, And that went badly. I can somehow, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. It's just fucking stupid. John Leguizamo is Del Boy. Yeah, that's just. <laughs> what is, how is that going to work? What would his character's name be? It couldn't still be Del Boy. Could be, but it's like you know he's a he's a gangster now. I mean that's the thing. It's, you know Del Boy and you know Trotter's independent traders. The whole thing was they were trying to be flash and all that. Guys. You could probably still do that in America, but they'd be boosting cars. They wouldn't be like you know Del and Rodney were always like very. Car boot sale, fucking yeah. crim, crims. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It was literally just like get something cheap, flog it for twice the price. That's the most evil they would do. Or yeah. the water, the water one. Yeah. Where they were t- bottling water from the tap and then yeah, selling yeah. it as spring water. <laughs> or the one where the uh, the rain was falling on the uh, the Virgin Mary and Del Boy was telling everyone she was crying. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was actually just leaky. Yeah, just leaky. They, they'd, they'd stolen the lead off the off the roof or yeah. something like that. The, the, the priest. <laughs> Like, this isn't a miracle it's a flaming leak <laughs> it's like with the, with the <laughs> it's like how can you talk about money at a time like this when they thought it was a miracle uh-huh. it's like you know, what do you want to talk about your holidays <laughs> we got a we got a full on deluxe miracle they, 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 go, go, they, they, go, they go for a bomb these days <laughs> but the money you make off this place you can save the hospice and, and get Samantha Fox to reopen it for you <laughs> It's just uh, it, it's such an English, but it's also so English, and it's so it of that time as it well. Is, it is. Like it, it, so. it, it, they do it. They can redo it. I think there's a couple of other ones. They can redo it because they're getting older, and it's whatever they do it. It's those guys trying to survive now. Yeah. I mean, it's the Kevin Smith um, a paradigm. He just keeps writing about like, oh shit, I got some shit in my thirties I want to talk about. Let's do whatever fucks too. Yeah. But um, I no, I just don't. I mean, I, I don't think that'll translate. Like, I, Shameless I, is Shameless is translated pretty well, I've heard. But then again, that's probably down to the awesome tash of. William H. Macy I don't know if he has the Tash in there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he does do good Tash <laughs> yeah he does. he does no it's just a terrible idea I mean this is actually quite old news I remember reading about this mm. a little while ago uh, and was horrified then and remain horrified still yeah I think it's a terrible idea it's terrible casting what 
you know, I just don't see how it can work. Yeah. I don't see this. I didn't see this get a lot of play worldwide, but this is one of the reasons why I check the Daily Mail because you got stories you don't get anywhere else. So uh, Game of Thrones is back on, mm-hmm. and you know Sean mm-hmm. Bean was great in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the new Game of Thrones yet? I haven't seen the new one. No. Watched them last night. The two of them were out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear it's very good. Yeah. Well, you know he's the guy who played Boromir. He's in Patriot Games and all this shit, and he's like he's one tough bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he's playing uh, a drag act. <laughs> He's playing a drag act. Yeah, where? Oh no, it's not a drag act. It's, he's a he's a pre he's playing a transsexual in BBC courtroom drama, The Accused. Excellent. So uh, like it's going to be. I think he either gets beaten up or something like that, and it's a courtroom drama about you know because he does not make a good looking tranny. No, you... but he seems to enjoy himself. <laughs> that is an amazing picture. I'll put, I'll put he does. Up with he these. does look very happy. Yes, he does. <laughs> he's finally got a bra that fit him correctly. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Um, uh, yeah, we like to keep the, like to keep it visual uh, on this radio show. Um, well, this is old news as well because this show is actually fucking on um, in the US on Cartoon Network. Have you seen the DC Nation shorts? Uh, no. So DC have these little tiny shorts. They're getting various animation studios to do um, on Cartoon Network, and it's all like you know superhero based. Is this uh, as part to introduce the new sort of uh, it's kind of they basically have it's, a, they, it's, it's interstitial I, 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 haven't they're, they're, they're fo- yeah. I haven't been following the DC relaunch yeah, they're, um, they're essentially DC, they're essentially interstitials but like uh, so I think in between cartoons they'll show each one and like there's three every Saturday and they're like when you put them together they're ten minutes mm-hmm. but the first one that came out online that they showed around the place was Admin Animations one and it was Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and the Joker talking about stuff, but they'd done their creature comforts thing, right. which is it's like six year olds talking about stuff, and they've animated the characters to that. Hmm. So there's like a six year old talking about, you know, I'm going to see how many times I can hop on one spot. Hop, 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 hop. And then it's, fuck, it's the Joker, mm-hmm. but it's a little kid's voice doing it. Oh, right. And it's brilliant. Or there's like Batman is standing there with Robin, and he's like this little fat kid. Like you know the, the plasticine stuff, yeah, 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 and he just runs along and jumps off a plank and like drops like that much. He's like super. It's just it's bizarre. You know what I mean, these kids' voices coming out of it and it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Or Superman talking about not being much of an athlete. Mm-hmm. And what, what are they for? Is it just for fun or yeah? Is it- no, this is that they're, they're just they're showing them. It's like basically keep the brands out there. Like there's one as well about the Super Friends saying we need to rename the Super Friends because you guys weren't there for us, right? Because, like, you know, where was Superman when I needed to, uh, you know, I need my kids being minded when the lady got sick. Have, like, you, have you been following any of the uh, new DC, uh, like, uh, the, the relaunch titles? The have second wave or the first wave? What? Because what? that was quite a while ago, right? That's when, they, after the 52, they rebooted the entire universe at yes. Flashpoint. Yes. Yeah. You, no. Did you read no. <laughs> any of these? <laughs> I, I was reading Grant Morrison's action comics. Because I'll read anything that guy writes. Uh-huh. And I started on Animal Man because Grant Morrison used to do that and the artist who's doing that is fucking weird and it's creepy. But is it good? Is, is the new stuff good? Oh, they're quite good, yeah. I mean, the action comics is basically Superman's earlier, so he's flying around in jeans and t-shirt with the cape on. Right. And so he's hitting some of the old stories like Steel's introduction or Candor and Brainiac and stuff, but doing it in a different way. So I guess he's trying to do Birthright, but it's quite choppy. Grant Morrison's style recently hasn't been interpreted well by artists or something like that. Right. But uh, I'm still loving the digital comics. Uh, the iPad Comicsology app, just you know, I see the, the comics go up for like two ninety nine, and I'm like, I'm not gonna pay two ninety nine. 
I'm going to wait three months when it's 99 cents over a weekend or something like that. And you can buy whole back catalogs of stuff that you wouldn't normally get. You know, that kind of marks down that the Apple store will have for apps mm-hmm. and that you don't get in comic book stores. You know what I mean? If something's good, those older issues only go up in value, supposedly. Not I, much, but... I've been reading uh, Grant Morrison's Super Gods, the book. Hang on, Super... Oh, the book. The book, yeah. His, uh, his... Yeah, I read that. It's good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about 150 pages in. It, it is good. It is good, but if you've read any of his other stuff, it's all... Yeah, we know. You've yeah. already shown us this yeah, in yeah, The Invisibles, yeah, yeah. Animal Man, everything else. Yeah. But, I mean, that story about him meeting Superman at the convention, who was totally in character, and that's how he decided to do All-Star Superman. Like, how he knew he was doing it, but he didn't know how to nail the character. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh. But it's a story he's told hundreds of times yeah. before. We just at a convention and met a guy who dressed as Superman and was perfect, apparently looking, and also stayed, acted as Superman. And things like... When they were just like, when I saw it for smoke, and Superman was out there with them. He was like, he was asking questions as if he was Superman. Mm-hmm. He was like, do you want to talk to you? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your name? I was like, Kal-El. All this kind of crap, you know? Mm-hmm. And when they're outside, he said, like, Grant Morrison said, he's so at ease. And he's thinking, well, of course Superman would be ridiculously at ease if he's hanging out with his mates. Because it's not, he's not, you know, worried about getting drunk. He can't get drunk. He's not worried about falling over if he's doing something. Because mm-hmm. nothing on this planet can happen, hurt him. Mm-hmm. So this kind of confidence, man was exerting it. And right. I think they then go wasted and they can't remember the rest of the story but it's a good story when you read it cool <laughs> which I think they've already called a lot of the lines already haven't they uh, I don't know I'm actually quite out of the loop with them <laughs> once, once I found out they were doing that I just kind of lost interest yeah again doing that again yeah because everyone's like 10 years younger or something now I think we should probably hit some emails yep let's have a look at the emails Okay, so we have a comment from our blog, which we've already kind of covered, but what were your thoughts on the Total Recall 2012 trailer? You said that already, I think it's... It looks like the one. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like the one. <laughs> looks uh, with, with, with flying, the flying cars are cool. It looks like the one meets uh, Minority Report meets yeah. In Bruges without the humor or accents. <laughs> Fucking assassin. <laughs> Fucking kill you. Uh, and for some strange reason, Jessica Biel looks like she's really horrible in this. But she only has one. Thir- <laughs> she, she looks like she's really horrible. She has, one, she has one line like, I've been looking everywhere for you. Yeah, that's and, it. That's and, exactly I, it. And, I, and I was like, you suck in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> my one line. That's my one, that's my one scene review. Jessica Biel is horrible in Total Recall. Did you see Fright Night? Kate Beckinsale is acting like she knows who her husband's directing the film. You know, and uh, she's, just, she's just happy she gets to wear comfy clothes and not the rubber this time. And Colin Farrell just goes through every single scene. You can practically hear him going, "I got a second shot." Yeah, I got a second shot. Well, action, you know, action star, baby. You know, he did something recently. There was a thing he did a while ago. I think it was around when Fright Night came out. I think it was Bailey. It was one of the English tabloids at the time. He was talking about, yeah, well, I, I did get a little bit big-headed there for a while. A little bit. Just and a bit. You, you, you were, an, you were a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and well. Uh, if he hadn't done in Bruges he'd be in deep shit exactly and he's building back and he's a lot more thankful and he's also like used to hold out on roles and he's like fuck it I'll do Friday Night I like the original it's kind of cool and have you seen it? yeah 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 I mean he's, he, he has a lot of fun he has, in a, lot, he has a lot of fun in and it's great he's great at that yeah no Colin Farrell's a good actor even mm. when he, even back when he was being a dick he was he was you know he was doing good he was work fucking awesome as Darede- <laughs> uh, Bullseye and Daredevil he was very good as Bullseye he was fucking brilliant with that just the, the, the peanut scene always I love that I, I really liked him in uh, in Phone Booth and yeah. uh, and in um, yeah it's good, good. He was, he's a good actor Phone Booth one of those things that's kind of been it was great a concept well executed but just being lost in the midst of time I think yeah, well, it's also it's like not something you'd watch again. It's right? also incredibly dated. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Keith Sutherland's the voice on the phone. Yeah, and Keith Sutherland, you know, that's got that's got to be a little bit of a blow to your ego when when you get overshadowed by a voice. Yeah, but then again, 
Kim Sorn's got a good fucking voice. He's got a good fucking voice. It's Jack Bauer. (laughs) The the, the, the 24 movies off the carriage again, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's back back on, it's back off. You know, it's it's like like a Terry Gilliam movie, you know? Uh, Have you seen Touch, the new Kiefer Sutherland thing? I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it's just so weird seeing Jack Bauer, like, you know... With a kid and being touchy-feely. Being all emotional and shit. It's like... I will stab you in the eye if you don't stop crying in the aisle of the supermarket. (laughs) Damn it, Chloe! (laughs) Chloe, always... Pat me in now! Pat me in now! <laughs> With all due respect, Mr. President, ask around. <laughs> I mean, it, it could have just been 24, which said me colon, the angriest man ever. I, mean, I remember watching it because I went, I, I didn't, I kind of watched the first couple of seasons, the first episode, first season for a while till uh, I missed an episode and I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I don't, because you didn't watch the next one, I was like, what happened? Everyone's dead? Who, I, who's I, that guy? I'm, I'm two seasons late. I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm two seasons uh, behind. Yeah, I watched the first six seasons, and I saw the uh, the the, t- the TV movie that led into the seventh season. Oh yeah, but uh, I haven't actually seen se- season seven. I mean, uh, the only one I really watched was the one with um, president, the president who's a sneaky fuck, and, the, <laughs> uh, and, and, and like Jeff Burr threatening some guy by going to stab the chief of staff in the eye with a pen that that season. Well, yeah, I think. Uh, and the one uh, after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, can't, you know, I know the guy you mean I can't remember his fucking name he We was, talked about him a while ago Yeah, yeah he was the vice president Yes, and, and, and then, then, and then the after, after David Palmer got shot Yeah, yeah he, he became the president, he, he and, became then the his, president. The, and then his weasel DNA kicked in Yeah, <laughs> he was trying to be good But he didn't try for very long No <laughs> And then his wife got in the Got the cavalcade <laughs> of the, 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 the Russian premier yeah, Who yeah, was going to get bombed by the US It sounds like a fucking comedy Yeah, yeah Adam Sandler reads 24. It's like, and when you, watch, when you go back and watch it now, um, Kiefer Sutherland's performance is hilarious. <laughs> really? He, he's always, did you just just, watch it recently? It's always at level 11. You yeah. know, it's like, everything is just like, well, we have to go. go. You know, everything is like that. Yeah. And it's so fucking funny. But it's so intense. It's such an intense show. It's so horribly addictive. I mean, that's why I haven't seen season 7 and season 8, because I have no interest in doing it other than to do a lockdown for like a week yeah, yeah, no, that's the only way you can watch 24 you, you, ha- you have to let it consume you yeah, no, I think like, I just what's watched gonna it. fucking happen I think I just watched it because it's not, it's not a full 24 hours if you watch them all and go because they're already 45 minutes each or something yeah well because of you know ads yeah. and stuff <laughs> they all just the, the story stops while they wait for the ads <laughs> <laughs> and actually but um, I still get a chuckle whenever I hear a phone with that in a movie it was on yeah. something yesterday like, hey. I had that for a ringtone for a while. What, what is it? What is it? <laughs> Hi, mom. I can't make it that far in time, but I'll try. CTU. You too. <laughs> I, ha- I have a CTU T-shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the most unsecure security force in the <laughs> world. It's full of moles. There's probably at some point it's like they're all, you know, smooth state. I'm going to go step out for a cigarette, me too. They're all outside, like all calling home bases, like, oh, you're, you're double agent too. I'm I, triple I, think, agent. I mean, like, for me, what would really uh, made it stand out, for, I mean, aside from the real time issue and aside from yeah. just, uh, you know, it, when, when we started, it was very good. It yeah. was a very well made show, but the fact that you really did feel that anyone could die. Yeah. It's like they did kill off characters. Tony's dead and then two months Tony's back yeah <laughs> but they did kill people and if you don't see a body it didn't happen and they did go all over the fucking shop and I mean if they'd get going it would have eventually ended up that Chloe and fucking Bauer were double agents as well because be no one else left that had any emotional yeah. 
I'm surprised that any emotional contact with anyone anyway. And Chloe's just one of those characters is like when she came on, I thought like she's she's gonna she's gonna die pretty soon. <laughs> she's she she's has awesome. A, she has a face a face like the taste of lemon. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's just like I know I was like I know that's her character and so, stuff, but I see her in the house, she's like she's always looks like she's just been slapped. <laughs> Maybe she was before every scene. It's like, all right, Chloe, what you look like? You've just been slapped. It's like <laughs> an action. It's like you're scared. You'd be scared if you saw her smile. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, I can't do that. It's just like a constant. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Chloe. Only, only her scowl can understand me. <laughs> so that's what we think of the new uh, Total Recall trailer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> We had some questions via the Contact Us form on the website. Yes, we do have a website. <laughs> www.mcgappenfries.com <laughs> May not work as advertised. Um, Eat smacky s'mores. <laughs> questions we have in from the website today from Matilda says, Name a movie that inspired you into thinking... Waltzing be- Matilda, waltzing Matilda. Uh, stop it. Uh, name a movie that inspired you into thinking you could become a filmmaker. That I could become a filmmaker. Mm. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs was the first sort of like indie, uh, movie that I saw where I thought, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can make a movie like I've that. I've got a suit. <laughs> and a car. I can run really fast <laughs> with a camera. <laughs> I can write snappy-ass dialogue and fucking get nominated for awards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Reservoir Dogs was the first uh, movie I saw where it looked like a DIY movie mm. and it made you think but a DIY movie that opened your eyes to what a DIY movie could be could be yeah yeah you know because I suppose also Clerks you know it's one of those things you watch Clerks I think like, I have to go for Clerks yeah because it's like you made this on credit cards and you made it the reason why the shutters is closed is because you shot it at night over fucking forever yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but for me, it was. I'm like, that's the pace of filmmaking I can handle. But I think, but I think for me, it was more Reservoir Dogs because even even if it was my first time trying to make a movie, mm. even I would want the camera to move. Yeah, you know. So I think with Clerks, Clerks is the kind of film like Slacker. Yeah. When you watch Slacker, you, you get a sense like, well, fuck, anyone can make a movie if you can write good dialogue and just put a camera there, and if you get an actor good enough to hold the audience's attention, you can make a movie. And Kevin but, Smith followed that line. I think them to the line. Yeah. <laughs> but the movies that I always imagined in my head, if I ever was in films, were not like that. They, there was, you know, they were kind of they, they had an energy and a movement yeah. to them. So Reservoir Dogs was more of a, a revelatory experience for me. Is mm. that I thought, yeah, I could made, made you think that, and, that, and also because. Uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino was his fucking film training was pretty much working at a video studio. Yeah, watching, <laughs> watching shit. Movie, which you can do it. You know, which I, which is what I was doing. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was working at an as a at a laser dick laser laser dick as a, at a laser disc. <laughs> Where is this laser dick place? This what laser, went on there? Tell us more. I rented laser dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's the title of this week's podcast. <laughs> you know, it's like, and then you get to the end, like when they must be a bastard to clean when when they get them back. Well, the laser dicks. That well, well, what's really difficult is when you got to switch from side A to side B. The laser dick gets a little testy. When <laughs> you take it out and try and put it on the wrong side up. <laughs> oh dear lord! Uh, and it's been those really long movies that come with two laser dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Criterion laser dicks. Yeah, no. I used to work in a shop in Penang called Disc and Dat that sold CDs and uh, re- sold and rented out laserdiscs. Really? Yeah. I never knew this about you. Yeah. <laughs> well, like actual laser. It wasn't the DVD store that had some laserdiscs. This was around. this was before DVDs. All oh, right. 
DVDs didn't exist. Holy <laughs> shit. You know, this was even before the mini disc. Yeah. You know, digital, the di- you know. Uh, I, have one of the, I have one of those back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This was before even that. Everyone has a laser disc. Everyone of our age has a laser disc and at least three copies of Moby's Play and. Um, Mercy Gray's first album. I try. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Macy Gray, not Mercy Gray. Macy Gray, yeah. Mm. <laughs> we get, no, but our generation that doesn't... I, I listen to a video game podcast and the guy occasionally talks about the laser discs he'd have and they're fucking awesome ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember them having them in the Virgin Megastore in Dublin, but I don't have any laser discs. Laser discs are cool. Just like... It's like... It's like the you know like that that sensation you get if you're if you're a music collector and you have vinyl because mm. there's just the size of it. It's like it's like this is a this is how a movie should be. This is a fucking package. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's gotten smaller and smaller. Yeah. That's like what I I've recently noticed people giving me other like, copy this over. It's like what's that? It's like what's my thumb drive? It's like it's the USB thumb drive, but it's just the carity bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's literally the size of your thumbnail now. Yeah. Like well, where where this isn't got a proper USB. B-slot, it's half a USB. I used to listen to my Discman in the fucking tube. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those triangular uh, s- uh, Philips uh, cassette recorders it's like, well, with the handbag strap. My di- oh, yeah. my For rollerblading, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't, you know, less skipping. It's fucked. It's stupid. <laughs> Worst fucking thing ever. <sighs> Those were the days. Those were the days. But the, so, yeah, the coolest thing I ever saw in the 80s was my cousin had a waterproof walkman. So yes, my answer would be Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. and to a slightly lesser extent, Clerks. I'd go with Clerks and I'd also say Evil Dead. Because I think maybe that was one of the ones where I got the, I watched all the extras and beginning to end. I was like, Jesus Christ, you made this with nothing. Yeah, yeah. I spent more on comics in a year than you spent on this movie. Huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah, get that kind yeah, of idea. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. holy yeah. shit, this was fucking funny. Yeah. And it nails it. Space, I think, as well, the TV show had a, That was one of the things where it's like, you could do it. I mean, fair news to Matilda. It's like we've, we've not done anything yet. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or else she, like, she thinks we're delusional. No, I love how like we're talking like we've... Oh, yes, uh, yes. I got like, well, you know, it's, it, it was like when I was making Brothers in Arms, you know? Yeah. I just felt like <laughs> I wanted to switch. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know when I won the Oscar, it was a big turning point for me. It's like, <laughs> <You're> be done, Dick. <laughs> you know, I was upset at the critical reception that Hard Way Out got, but that you know, you just roll with the punches and you get on and you make something else. You know, yeah, we're self, we're self-aggrandizing dickheads. That's right. Yeah, I'll write that down. <laughs> That's the title of my movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, what those things are, are that and the Blair Witch as well. I, I, I think fantasized, that, fantasized about that as a child. Like I used to imagine, imagine myself in movies that I directed with other people. I directed everything I was in, yeah, because you know, <laughs> it because you'd seen Braveheart and you thought if he can do it, you can do it. Oh, I was having, I was thinking, having thoughts like that way before Mel Gibson thought he could direct. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was making every movie in my head. And casting myself in everyone. Maybe I'm just here for radio because you know, actually, as now, kids, really as kids the, movies to... I was, the movies I would see in my head, I'd cast myself opposite, like say, the star of the day. Say it was like you know Billy Crystal, but like I'd be on sharing a sharing a screen. With Billy You'd be Crystal. 32, and he'd also be 32. Yeah, but I would still have my face as I saw it when I was 14. <laughs> this <laughs> child's face on this big body, yeah. on Arnold Schwarzenegger's body, always was it? No, 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 no. no. I was a bit more lean. <laughs> Statham, go easy. Yeah, modest. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you're a state of the body. I think I, radio was my way because um, more like Bruce Lee. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Lee in the in the ten minute warm up before he fights Chuck Norris and Way of the Dragon. There you go. That, <laughs> just crack 
cracking all the bones. Oh. <laughs> no, but I, we actually did podcasts in the 80s when we were like, hey, they were just on tape. I don't know where that tape is. I think I might have put um, Metallica think- Black Album over it. <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> because I hate the past. Um, the other question we have from the website. So this one comes from Rosebud, who says, Hello, boy. Hello, boys. If you were a type of movie genre, what would you be? Uh, and this is this is what I've been waiting for. A lot of podcasts I listen to, they have like, what's your favorite type of sandwich? This is what I've been looking for. These are the questions I've been waiting for. I would be uh, a dark comic thriller. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's pretty comic, eh, this one? <laughs> this is pretty dark as well. A dark, a dark comic thriller. <laughs> Set in Southeast Asia, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> what would you be? Uh, the, the, the aliens <laughs> movies. <laughs> I, just, I am the aliens movies. Get away from her, you bitch! Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your solution to this problem? take off nuke the site from orbit okay I know but we have a staffing problem that doesn't work for everything I mean we've had a, a bit of misconduct how do you want to deal with that at least we're not killing each other for the 1% <laughs> why don't you put her in charge <laughs> that's pretty much what my life is like day to day <laughs> and you do mostly come out at night yeah mostly mostly <laughs> So you'd be sci-fi. Yeah. You'd be sci-fi horror. Yeah. <laughs> what is that bright, shiny thing? Oh, God, my face! Sci-fi horror. What's dark just, comic thriller. What yeah. is, that, is that a genre? <laughs> dark comic thriller is a genre, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, but aliens is enough of them that that's a genre. Yeah. And by around the third date, I get lousy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you to uh, Rosebud for that question. If you want to question, if you want to question interrogate us... You, or just send us something that we can talk about that means we don't do any research you can email us at podcast.mcgettinfries.com or go to the website at mcgettinfries.com and um, fill in the contact us form okay. I think I'll redesign that once I've stopped writing bullshit articles for um, commercial reasons <laughs> you better hope no one did they listen to this shit no <laughs> Oh, now that I'm done doing bullshit yeah, yeah, now that I've one left Now they've paid me Check's cleared It's all good But, uh, you know I, I will have some time I think I should Redo the website A little bit <laughs> Yeah, that, that's probably Not a horrible idea Oh, we need, to, we need to Cover photo as well For the Facebook page Because we have a Facebook The pages look now Oh, we do? You know, sort of that long photo At the top <laughs> I look through what we have of us And most of them are tall Not long It's really long Okay Or we just can photo your ass <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a camera, so we'll have to figure it out. But anyway, okay. you can like us on Facebook as well. Apparently, we have three likes at the moment. Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Yeah. Thanks, Nadia. Thanks, Kai. Thanks, Kai. Yeah. <laughs> that was more of a that was more of a, a like trade. Is like, well, I will like your site, sir. <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do for me? Right. Let's get on to review. <coughs> Why don't you start off with? Uh... Okay, I'm gonna do a quick. I'm gonna do a quick one with uh, on the world awakening. And what I can really say about this is. What has Scott Speedman done to piss people off? Is he in this? Yeah. No. Oh. Bits and pieces. I'm not actually sure if he's actually in it, as whereas it might be, you know, stuff from before. Because the very this is like the fourth Underworld movie, right? Yeah. So what? what One I... prequel. So that's three movies, and in the first movie, he becomes the ultimate badass, the hybrid between werewolf and vampire. Yes. 
And after that, after he becomes that, he sits on the sidelines and has a bagel while Kate Beckinsale looks good in rubber. I mean, she is that movie and stuff like that. And like, if you could just kill him and get rid of it, or make him an actual character and have stuff happen. This movie is all about her looking for Scott, looking for Speedman. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not sure he's in it. I'm not sure whether they only use footage from previous movies or have him his face CGI'd on someone else. I have zero interest in this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Vampires, rubber, all good. Uh, no, I'm not saying it doesn't have promise. I'm just saying it hasn't delivered. Mm. I saw I saw the first two. Uh, so the, the first one was I saw the first, first thing, and I have no desire to watch anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once Bill Nye, once Bill Nye left, <laughs> Bill Nye, the British Christopher Walken. Yeah. Uh, but the man whose head turns first and then the rest of them follows and yeah. he walks like Robocop but it's like I didn't, even, I didn't even care enough about this film to watch the trailer <laughs> so it's I, I mean and I don't well, expect the, it, I don't expect it to be good uh, is it good? it's green is it good? it's okay is it good? no it's not great then fuck yeah so yeah. what the fuck so that's my quick review <laughs> but you know I mean? because they build them up so much um, did so Len Wiseman direct this? yes uh, no, no, he didn't, he didn't write. He produced. Okay. Um, some other gobshite. I think. I right. think he only directed the first two. Yeah. Yeah. After that, he was like. <laughs> after that, he was Gore Verbinski on this on the set of Goodwill Hunting Two, Hunting Season. I'm busy. Will getting his money. Gus Van Sant. Gus Van Sant. Yeah, Gore right. Verbinski is the pirates fucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's also the Rango fucker. He's also the mouse hunt. Yeah. And you know, and the, we- and, the and the weatherman. The weatherman is my favorite Gore Verbinski movie. Really? Yeah. yeah. Better than Rango. Well, Rango's pretty cool too, but it's different. That's, mm. It's animated. It's not a real movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last time he ever worked in the industry. <laughs> it's not a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's your job. <laughs> I know. It's not a real job. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Um, Holy oh, shit. That's <laughs> not a real movie. I haven't been making a real movie for the last three years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's not great. I mean, it's, it's in the future. They introduce another unnecessary article that they're going to have to kill or retcon in the next one if they do another one. Right. Um, another hybrid thingy that's like, well, yes, this may make for a good setup and everything else, but you've shown that you have no idea how to write this relationship so I don't know what's going to make you write this other relationship either and it also has the biggest like Wes Bentley did go we came out he's been in shit since he's alright in the Hunger Games Wes Bentley Wes Bentley is in this and he might it, it could as well be the janitor or the or the, the, the DAP's for, uh, cousin Wes Bentley is quite possibly the worst actor working right now <laughs> he's horrible in everything <laughs> <laughs> well you, you should maybe watch Underworld uh, Awakening I have to look at the name because there's so many fucking other is, things is he is he Particularly horrible. Well, no, he's just on the screen for like no fucking time. It's like, hey, you just killed my best. Where's Bentley? I thought he would at least get. So like, he does. Yeah. Does he? Does he act dying well? Yes. Like it's a nice. He gets a quick death, but it's good death. I was also I, like, oh, they're killing him. I'm quite sure that if I go back and watch American Beauty, I will. I, it will confirm. All you of will all, hate him. It will confirm all of my memories that his face does not move. <laughs> and that's why he was good in that movie. Do you know why? No, no, no. Because I liked him in no, American no, do you know, Beauty. Do you know why he was good in that movie? Why? Beanie Hat. There you go. There you go. Flying, flying plastic bag. Yeah. Hat face mostly concealed by video cam. Yeah. And plus, his face doesn't move no. unless it's being hit. By and I mean, he is the mutant offspring of uh, Tobey Maguire and Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is like, I mean, the more thing, one of the things is he's now like it. Beca- now it's become. 
oh why is this guy in this you know what I mean it's like it's become a thing like what was he was in he was in Ghost Rider and was he in uh, Jonah Hex for like a, a short period I don't know I didn't see Jonah Hex Still? No, no, no. Why, why would I want to watch a movie that everyone tells me is horrible? Sometimes it's good to watch a bad movie. <laughs> I have seen a bad movie. I'll be talking about it in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> no, no, Jonah Hex is one of those movies that uh, I'm sure I'll see it at some point. Mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> oh, shit. I just haven't been able to bring myself to watch it recently. Uh, but, okay, Underworld, if you're a fan of the franchise, will you like it? Yes, I went with two fans of the franchise because I went. So, to, so it's I went to see the third and the fourth one with fans of the franchise, and I was like, "Who's that guy?" And they're like, "Oh, that's the black dude because he's in the second one, the first one, and he gets killed in the first one." But this is the back history. I'm like, "Really? What? Who?" So, so if you are a fan of the previous movies, you will enjoy this one, probably. Yeah, probably. How's yeah. the 3D? Is the 3D cool? I didn't see it in 3D, unfortunately. Right. I didn't buy the ticket, motherfucker. I only really want to see her ass in 3D. Disappointed. Well, well, I guess you'll be seeing. Um, Katy Perry's movie then oh yeah <laughs> fuck yeah I can't think of any other reason to go see it anyway okay so uh, yeah I watched uh, bits and pe- I watched uh, Abduction mm-hmm. uh, which is the film which is uh, ta- Taylor Lautner's from- Taylor Lautner Taylor Lautner's bid oh he's no longer in the Stretch Armstrong movie apparently yeah now he's uh, joining the cast of Grown Ups 2 oh brilliant Take- yeah, I know this is Grown Ups 2 yeah there's I the- mean that's a movie that I've heard is so bad I want to see it so I compare all the things to it yeah they're doing a this sequel this sound is worse than Grown Ups they're doing they're doing a sequel to Grown Ups. It's, I heard it was terrible. It's, it is it is terrible. The sequel is called Grown Ups Two. And oh, upper. Yeah. Grow harder. Yeah. And uh, the entire cast is coming back, and uh, Taylor Lautner has joined the cast. Wow. So now I have another reason to not want to see this movie. <laughs> uh, but yes, Abduction. It's a terrible film. Don't see it. Really? Yeah. It's that bad. It's really that bad. I heard it was just like standard action fare. No, it's horrible. Really? It's really bad. <laughs> Taylor Lautner is horrible. <laughs> yeah, Phil Collins' daughter is in it. Lily Collins. Yeah, yeah, my hopes yeah. up there. I thought you said it's got Phil Collins in it. I wish Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil yeah. Collins is a fucking good actor. Have, yeah. you, seen, have you seen Buster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, no, it's horrible. Uh, Taylor Lautner, when he's, he's got this whole bit where he's trying to emote, mm. and it's fucking funny, because you can see him you know, like a fucking his face up, to, you know, the, you, the way you, the way that you do when you looks like you might cry, yeah. and it's and the and the camera stays on him. It's almost like the camera has faith. It's like you'll get there, you'll get there. And, you know, and, and it, it's I'm, like I'm it, not saying it wasn't so much. You'll get better. You'll get better. You it, can do it. It just doesn't happen. Oh no! You know, and it's uh, it's really embarrassing, and it just has. But it's not entire. It's not his fault either. The film is badly directed. Yeah. I can't believe John Singleton would fucking direct this film. He. Patio doesn't get paid for by itself. I would, I guess so. I guess so. I, I would imagine it's a pretty amazing patio. From what you're, from what you're talking about, Tyler Lautner, I mean, he's, talk, he's sounding like the new Keanu Reeves stereotype. He's nothing like yeah. Keanu, Keanu, Keanu Reeves is fucking Gene Hackman. Next, yeah, but there's, there's a thing. I, you don't watch Family Guy very often, right? There's not, a thing with, not with lately. There was a thing with like this is this is this is more awkward than that time with um, Bodie and what's his name? Oh, Bodie was it Bodie from Point Break. From Point Break, Bodie. Yeah. At that time when they were doing the parachute thing, and they're like, it cuts to because I thought of you immediately when I saw it. And it has like Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves and Family Guy, and they're like, who packed my shoot? And it's like, I didn't. Why don't trust me? It's like, grabs the bag. He's like, are we gonna jump? Are we gonna sit around here jerking each other off? <laughs> and then it just cuts to the outside of the plane, and the door just closes. <laughs> 
That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to jump and jerk off. Yeah. He's like, well, we're going to jerk off. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. <sighs> but yeah, he's not the new Keanu Reeves. So yeah, that, that's my review of abduction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I would tell you what it's about, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's not actually abducted, right? He's in protective custody. Uh, it's, no, not even that. It's like uh, he's definitely. I remember hearing someone else reviewing it saying he's definitely not being abducted. He's not no. being abducted. There is no abduction taking place within no. this movie. No. Abduction caution may not actually include any abduction. The person who who wrote who did the title for this movie did not know what abduction doesn't meant. understand what abduction means. That's that bit between your chest and your stomach, right? That's the the Lautner zone. Abduction. <laughs> yeah, I really hurt my abduction yesterday. He's you know he's he come, he's he's very well taken care of. <laughs> he's not abducted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Holiday, the movie, <laughs> living quite a good life compared to what yeah, we were. Just like you know, so he finds this fucking website where there's he sees his picture there under a missing persons thing as a child. He's like, well, then who who are these? Who are my parents? You know, does he talk like that? <laughs> he talks. He might as well. <laughs> no, it's horrible. It's horrible. Really it's terrible. Okay, and, and, and even you know, like uh, you know, good actors are shit in it. From the ridiculous. Sigourney Weaver's horrible in it. Oh, really? So is Alfred Molina. Jason Isaacs is pretty good though. Jason Isaacs is pretty fucking good in everything. And I think if we mention, say hello to actually, Jason actually, Isaacs. Actually, that's, that's one thing that's good about this uh, movie. There's a scene where Jason Isaacs punches Taylor Lautner. Hey! Yes! <laughs> Repeatedly. But you know, he, I think he went to, he was, went to school with... Although it is weird is that if you look at Jason Isaacs and you look at Maria Bello, if those two fucked, clearly their son would look like Taylor Lautner. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the casting for like a, like a Malaysian local theater production or something. Terrible. One and one equals five. Yeah. Um, no, but the Jason Isaacs thing, you know that he went to school with Mark Kermode. Yeah, and he goes on the podcast. Yes, whenever. And he also, yeah. they say every week, hello to Jason Isaacs. And apparently he's had that new show, Awake, mm-hmm. which is... Apparently very good. Sounds very, very good. Very interesting. He's, he was in a car crash with his family and he keeps waking up. And when he wakes up in one world, his son's alive and in the other, his, do- his wife's alive. Mm-hmm. And he has to live in the boat to figure out what's going on. Looks very cool. But... Because he's friends with them, they say hello to Jason Isaacs, and billboards in the U.S. have been defaced with "Hello to Jason Isaacs," and radio shows around the world have been like there's some. I think it was a Dutch or French radio station is like and hello to Jason Isaacs, and it's come over everywhere. And people go up to Jason Isaacs now and say hello to Jason Isaacs. It's like it's become this huge fucking joke because apparently 24 million people download that um, Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo show. 24 million yeah that's a lot of people that's a lot of people soon <laughs> do 24 people <laughs> 24 people um, let's, aim, let's aim for 24 yeah let's aim for 24 I think we've got a good 6 so far yeah. um, Descendants let's move on to Oscar worthy stuff so this uh, guy I, yeah Descendants is the uh, latest film it's from an Oscar right best, screen, best screenplay I think. best screenplay yeah. and the guy who fucking adopted the screenplay is Jim Rash who is the principal in Community? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? The bald principal guy. Oh right, really? Yes, he was part of the team that wrote that. He went up for the Oscar. Excellent. He was the guy who took the piss out of Angelina Jolie. He stuck his leg out like that, you know? Right, right. I didn't know that. I didn't see. I didn't see the Oscars where. where yeah, no, I just saw that bit and I was like, "What the? F-? It's like <laughs> Dean. What's it? Dean Pelton wins Oscar. I was like, "What? Oh shit! Holy shit! That's that cool. Fucking." Ner- weird fucking motherfucker from community Oscar winner <laughs> and they get that they can now put that in the community in the shows like ads for the shows like and Oscar winner Jim Rash <laughs> that's cool 
That's really cool. Mm. Uh, but the sentence is George Clooney starring Alexander Payne directed. Yeah, Alexander Payne is the uh, director of Sideways, uh, Election, mm. uh, Citizen Ruth. Very I've seen Sideways and Election, I've seen Citizen Ruth. Very, very uh, about Schmidt. Oh, I hated that fucking movie. I liked that movie. You didn't I like that really movie? hated that movie. Why? I just I wanted Kathy Bates' mother. I just didn't like it at all. It just was like, what? where is this going? What is this doing? There's your free fucking review about <laughs> Schmidt. What is this? What is this? What is this, is this shit? Going? What is going on here? Well, that- <laughs> Jack, Jesus, Jack Nicholson's old. Right? To, to other people, uh, you know, whose name is not Ian, uh, it's, it, he's got a very solid track record. Yes. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed The Descendants. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, I, I thought it was a very good film. I so thought- George Clooney is part of a land trust who's white imperialist grand relation, married a local, and they right. own a shitload of land. They have it in trust. They have to give it up because of anti them laws yes and um, in the meantime his wife has an accident yes and he finds out that his wife has been cheating on him yeah with uh, the dude from Scream yeah the dude has <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm fucking nightmare he's been, he's been cheating on you with, uh, with fucking Shaggy yeah <laughs> I'll be right back uh, Matthew Lillard Matthew uh, Lillard yeah. and it's good to see Matthew Lillard in a high profile film again I know and he is again he is about like two steps down the the path from Colin Farrell yeah. and that he's like yeah I know that shit <laughs> <laughs> okay to have a drug no not saying he did cocaine but there was the whole thing of like I'll do anything now I'm yeah. not, everyone thinks of me as that guy from Hackers with the ponytails yeah 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 and I'm not that anymore but I've always liked Matthew Lillard. Yeah, and it's, it's even good. when he's playing those insanely crazy characters, and he is very good in this. Yeah, he is very good in this. He only, but has, he's not in it that much. I thought only, he was going to be in it a hell of a lot. More. He only has one scene. Yeah, but uh, he gets to do a lot of acting yeah. in that one scene, and it's some really nice, subtle stuff. And while it's good, I'm not sure it's Oscar because it is weird in the Oscar level because it's a very it's not soapy, but it's like it's not. It, oh, I've forgotten to seen it twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not showy, flashy. No, it's not. And it takes its time. Yeah. You know, it has a meandering kind of quality, but uh, but it's got good dialogue. Yeah. It's well acted. What's the, his name, man? The, the guy from Jackie Brown? Uh, Robert Forster. Robert Forster's great, man. He's excellent at this. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you right now. Yeah, and he just hits him. <laughs> That's hits him. brilliant. That's awesome. Or George Clooney's running. He was doing the yeah, house yeah, yeah, forward yeah, when he's yeah, going yeah, around. Yeah. And they no idea what the fuck's going on. That was quite funny. I mean, it is, it's, it's surprisingly funny. Yes. Uh, for a movie about death and cheating. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and uh, that end shot. What do you think of that end shot? Ice cream. Uh, oh, that one. Yeah, nice. It was nice, but it was like. I, didn't, I mean, I just, sure. is that a thing he does? I don't know. It's is unnecessary. That, yeah, but you know, is that a George Clooney thing? I, mean, I can remember seeing this somewhere else. Like, they ripping something off, the else off. I mean, I would have preferred it had they ended it on the scene before. Yeah, you know, like uh, in the boat. That was that was nice. That was a nice way to, to end it. Yeah. And I didn't dislike the ice cream scene. I just didn't think you really needed it. But it's a solid, uh, solid. What's this? It's not soapy. It's a drama. It's a, it's a, it's a solid drama, basically. No, I mean, what I like about it is that it, you know, it, it is a, it is a, it, it does have a lot of soapy drama elements to it, but it's played very real. Yeah. So you never ever feel like you're being manipulated or anything, and it's got a nice sort of contrasting soundtrack. Yes, I mean, the the, the soundtrack's getting a lot of play because it's a lovely kind of guitar or ukulele well, sound it's, and it's a, just a nice it's contrast it's throughout though it's yeah. throughout and it's just a nice contrast to everything else that's going on I come out of that being totally fucking relaxed yeah <laughs> I come out of like let's go bury a pig and cook it man and wear some Hawaiian shirts and... <laughs> but yeah that's my review of it I mean if you haven't seen it check it out yeah. George Clooney is very good at it yeah again I don't, he wasn't Oscar, Oscar warning though yeah probably I mean like yeah 
When someone says they'll do you a solid, they're talking about this movie. It's a solid. Uh, did you see Midnight in Paris? Uh, I saw like uh, the first 20 minutes of it and then the plane had to land. Oh. <laughs> you should check this out. So I saw this a while ago. No, I like what I saw. It looked yeah. good. I saw this a while ago. Spoilers. Uh, it's about time travel. <laughs> kind of, but it's more whimsical than that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's a guy, who, a writer who magically, by being, it's fucking Goodnight Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Lindhurst mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's basically he's on a certain street at a certain time and he gets into a car that blows up and he's in the 1920s and the first time that happens he's a bit drunk and it's pretty fucking funny mm-hmm. have you seen that bit yeah I mean that's that's not spoilers for the, for the movie I think they, they were talking about this yeah but the genius is in the casting of the famous people who were there at the time mm-hmm. so he meets like Alison Pill and Tom Hiddleston who are Zelda and uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's when he first meets he's like sorry what you know, I know Wilson is perfect at nailing the Woody. Yeah, give him a lot of shit because it was Master Snows. But um, he nails the Woody Allen kind of geek, the nerdy character, mm-hmm. but also is being very Owen Wilson. Yeah. So I reckon we'll be seeing a lot of movies of these guys, two guys together coming up. Well, uh, his uh, Woody Allen's new film, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, is the lead. Oh, really? Um, which, again, is a very perfect fit for his sort of mannerisms. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see who his next. But the older he gets, uh, the less he has male muses. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's never had a male muse. <clears throat> There's a guy. Uh, who is it? Shit. What? Where's that gun? Where's what gun? Where's what gun? Man? Tune in next week Jimmy. for another exciting episode <laughs> of Where's That Gone? Where's my, where's my pants? <laughs> <laughs> this is not my office. <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> this is not my beautiful. Is that fucking foley in here? <laughs> Um, there's a Corey Stroll I think is his name Corey Stroll yeah <laughs> who's Corey Stroll he plays Ernest Hemingway in, the, in Midnight in Paris and he provides a lot of the humour I didn't realise it was because it was like yeah let's watch the Woody Allen movie because it's one of those things we watched Annie Hall directly afterwards and that may be great but the tropes of that have been done so many times elsewhere that again I mean I'd see it before and it wasn't I laughed more at Midnight in Paris than Annie Hall mm-hmm. I'm a terrible person I'm sorry but that's, way, <laughs> that's all there is to it um, did you did you laugh more at Midnight in Paris than you did at uh, Bullets Over Broadway? I didn't watch Bullets Over Broadway. What the fuck? You need to watch Bullets Over Broadway. Okay, I'll watch Bullets That's Over Broadway. That's a classic. All right, uh, but yeah, Corey Stroll. Uh, so he plays Ernest Hemingway, and just some of the sh- like Ernest Hemingway, you know, has that whole thing. He was a fisherman, a fighter. He was a, everything. So you're just like, hey, how, hey, hey, Ernest, how are you doing? It's like, have you ever, ever do you box? <laughs> yeah, he just is always like in. He's just ridiculously intense. He's been in bits and pieces of other things. You'll see him in the background and stuff. He looks a bit like Peter Stormer. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I recognize this. He's guy. in Salt and uh, Lucky Number Seven, the, 20, the number twenty-three. Obviously, a high point. He's in the Born Leg- oh, the Born Legacy as well. Uh, but he just has some absolute like zingers of conversation. It's all like just uh, you know, it's just you know, it, it, you know, Gil is the character on Wilson Place, and mm-hmm. he's like you know. Gil Penders like Hemingway he's like Hemingway it's like you like my book light yes I loved all of your work he says yes it was a good book because it was a nice book that's what war does to men and there's nothing fine nothing about noble about dying in the mud unless you die gracefully and then it's not only noble but brave and he says all this to camera like just fucking mm-hmm. he's the most intense motherfucker you've ever met in his entire life and he's great at doing that throughout and just Owen Wilson's reaction to dealing with running into Salvador Dali who keeps talking about Ronostris which I figured out might be a fact a, a pointer to the fact that two of them have big noses yeah. but that's just kind of cool and he's kind of pissed and he, like, he's, it's a whole thing of the past is better than the you know you always look back on the past is better than the future and uh, now that Owen Wilson realises he needs to 
live more in the future because he finds the same thing for someone in the past and they can go back 20 years before when they thought it was even better mm-hmm. so it's all pretty good Mario Cartier's in it as well it's pretty funny mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> the only bum note in the whole movie is Rachel McAdams' character because she's a shrill harpy it's not like he would leave her to go to find out meet someone else you would strangle her and just throw off the balcony she is like and, and I know you want to set it up so he's sympathetic but there's ways of doing that more cleverly than just making her be an absolute bitch She's his uh, fiance, mm-hmm. and there's a whole disconnect between those two. Right. And Michael Sheen comes around as a fucking massive douchebag who always lords it over Owen Wilson, and who almost really wants to get back at. <laughs> but he's pretty good at it as well. Mm-hmm. But they just they, they, those characters because they're so one-dimensional. That's annoying for the rest of the movie, right? Because it's, it's not. It throws the other bit into the when you give the same care to this as you did to the other stuff. Oh, that's what it was. I think I did that, didn't I? Uh, so, Hunger Games. This is the big global phenomenon. Yeah, this has been making shitloads of money. Yeah, and I didn't realize some people have read the books. I mean, um, it must be the books is the big thing because their, their advertising campaign hasn't been something that would wow me to this. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the books clearly have a huge fan base. I haven't read them. I don't know anyone who's read them. Yeah. Uh, but we're not exactly the target audience. I'm not a young adult anymore. I faced that the other day. Someone called me sir and asked me to reach for jam. <laughs> <clears throat> sir could you get the jam please <laughs> sir is my dad <laughs> that's what we call the admiral <laughs> yeah so yeah so yeah I knew nothing about this before and I was like the Hunger Games I thought it was a weird title but actually it's the Hunger Games so um, it's oh, the guy who's directed it he's directed like four movies he's di- uh, Gary Ross directed Gary Ross. Pleasantville yeah. directed Seabiscuit and uh I think that's it. Yeah, no, he's done four movies total. Oh right. Okay. And it's like a, how did you look into this? And b, for the love of God, will you use a steady cam? <laughs> Why is there a lot of shaky cam? There's a lot of shaky. So the movie basically is that Katniss Everdeen. It's again, it doesn't say the future. It just says there was a rebellion, and that the rebellions, all the, the twelve districts were told to knock it off after the rebellion, and every year they take a boy and a girl between the ages of twelve and eighteen for the Hunger Games, and they make them kill each other. Mm-hmm. A battle royale. Mm-hmm. between 12 and 18 mm-hmm. and the movie starts with this girl Katniss and it's all very hokey very, it looks like you know Deep South it looks like fucking Song of the South mm-hmm. because these guys are kept in poverty mm-hmm. and then she's like hunting and shit and you find out what's going on it, it does a very good job I think of actually telling you like, what's going on via not telling you what's going on it doesn't say in the future mm-hmm. when food is scarce and the districts are at the power of the almighty capital mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's more like oh um, everyone's starving Mm-hmm. or lots of shots of farmland or people kids looking out windows and stuff and it looks like the south in the 50s or something like that mm-hmm. but um, as it gets on the, the idea is that you know her sister she's, she gives her sister a pin that says as long as you have this mm-hmm. no, you'll never get nothing bad will ever happen 35 seconds later they call it random it's like her sister gets called to go for the Hunger Games and she's like fucking young she's not going to survive yeah, yeah. so Katniss has to volunteer it's like the first volunteer they've had <clears throat> yeah no, I, saw, I saw this bit in the trailer and yeah. that's how she gets into it that's how she gets into it and, and she, she has to go to Capitol with this other guy Peter Liam Hemsworth character and uh, Josh Hutchinson yeah and uh, Liam Hemsworth is more in the beginning so he's a local and I think they're building a trilogy a, a, a thing there but either way she's got to go and she's got to train with she's got to train and she's got to be ready for they give you a fair chance to fight in the ring mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of really small kids in there right and uh, so that's the thing. So then they got it, and then it, it, all of it builds up with Lenny Kravitz and everyone else to yeah, yeah. the actual yeah. the Hunger Games. 
and is it, uh, is it, yeah, yeah. all of that stuff all that build up and stuff I was a bit yeah, and the shaky cam was pissing me the fuck off right once the game starts yeah the guy's got skill he can do stuff it's it's pretty harsh at times I've heard it's it, they, they had to make cuts to make it a PG-13 in the, U, in the UK because they wanted I think in the US it's different but there's moments in there and it's not it's the usual thing of <clears throat> it's not. I heard. I was into against the UK in a certain scene. They removed blood and blood splatters and stuff like that because as long as it's not blood, they can kind of get away with the UK. Right. But there is at least two or three moments in that movie that are harrowing. Right. Which is unusual. You don't expect that. So the movie has balls. Yes. Cool. Cool. It has balls and it's constantly scratching them with the camera because of that shaky cam. Right. 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 And right. uh, the only complaint I really have. So it's the- not a young adult sort of Twilight kind of bullshit. It's. It, it, it has it's the it, later end of Young Adult it's got some guts yeah and apparently the books guts. got even more guts where it's all like everything because the Hunger Games are basically reality TV would you laugh at me if I, if, if I told you I, would, I, would, I wouldn't I would mind reading the books yeah no I, I want to see them now as well because yeah, yeah. I mean I knew enough from looking at stuff that this is what they said about it and I'm like because I, I don't I don't you know I don't, I don't want to be laughed don't at read. Oh, I don't want to be laughed at <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't buy certain books <laughs> I don't want people to laugh at me. <laughs> Look, you just put it inside the cover of FHM and you're fine. Shit. Look, a real man. <laughs> <laughs> but the only, the only other complaint, so the shake cam did get, like, at like, points when, the, when like, it got to fighting, it like was boring like, but, like, like oh, like, I'm looking at his pocket. It's like when you used to, like, put, like, William Wordsworth in between Playboy. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, um,. So it's good. It, like, yeah, the uh, shaky cam gets annoying when the fight scenes the shaky cam as well. It's like who just got stabbed? Like you, it, it messes the movie up. It's like it's so bad you don't know who the fuck got just stabbed, right. which is bad. The other thing is that they nail. Like I said there's two or three occasions where they nail the emotional impact of certain aspects of the story, and it's really, really done well artistically and tastefully. Hmm. There's no fucking ending. Mm-hmm. Like the <laughs> ending has none of the emotional resonance of anything. Like literally, it's just here's a wet kipper. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this happens, and then this happens, and then there's this isn't happening, and Donald Sutherland goes, one eyebrow raised. And it's like, it's totally set up for the sequel. Yeah. Which, I understand they made the money that they're going to be able to make a sequel, but I know they fucked up the ending of The Golden Compass so that they could... Um, no, there's definitely going to be a sequel, but Gary Ross isn't directing. Well, that's fine. Well, no more shit you can. But the point is that, <laughs> you know, uh, The Golden Compass had a very definite ending in the book that was like ending ending but they fucked that up because they thought they'd cover that in the beginning of the next of a sequel which they never got to do mm-hmm. and that annoyed me in that that they didn't have an emotional ending to that like the ending of the fucking Phantom Menace was more emotionally involving than the ending of this right it just kind of was very cursory and passed over right which was that was just as I said because they nailed stuff earlier on that annoyed me you should come out of that movie going okay cool right fuck the system but you come out going what I'm like came out going what happened in the end what are you doing on this <laughs> oh yeah and everyone's going to be fucking doing this We're fucking hot Hitler sleeps all the time now it's awesome but it is good I would definitely recommend seeing it okay cool, cool. no I, I am interested in seeing this mm. um, and uh, that wraps things up that wraps things up oh I have to do that thing don't I you know the um, the what thing the, th- you know, the thing with the, the top ten. Oh right, I thought, I, I thought you already had that ready. Yeah. So yeah. Normally, when we're ready, uh, what happens is uh, we wrap things up with the uh, top ten box office results from uh, uh, the U.S. and here, Malaysia. Keep talking, keep talking. Yep. And normally, uh, Ian's got this shit ready by now. But getting fries, the podcast with absolute contains no so, added preservatives already. He's been too busy making plans to go see Street Dance too. Yes. 
<laughs> Andy Dana. Yeah, he's. I've heard it's as good as Street Dance One. Uh, in Malaysia, at the box office top ten, at number ten is Nightfall. Any ideas? No. Number nine, One for the Money. Number eight, Marrying Mr. Perfect. Number seven, John Carter, Not of This Parish or Mars. Number six, The Vow. Number five, Mirror Mirror. This came out really quick. I was quite. I thought it was quite funny when it walked, we walked past the GGV cinema and it had. And on, it did have a standee. Yeah. And it said, go. Untitled Snow White Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the trailers made it look absolutely horrible. Yes. But from what I hear, it's actually nowhere near as bad as the trailers make it out to be. Uh, number four. But is it also nowhere duly located with good? Um, I hear, and I mean, like, it depends. Yeah. It's, uh, people are pretty divided on it, but it's a lot more positive than I thought it would be. Oh. Number four, Jangan, Jangan Pandang Blakang. No, no, Jangan Pandang Pandang. <laughs> number three, The Hunger Games. So that was number one the previous week, so it's dropping already. Number two is three, which has a, a really. I got some press recently. Number one. Wrath, Wrath of, of the, the Titans. Titans. This is why I couldn't see John Carter because Wrath of the Titans was filling up all the cinemas. It's like, I already know it sucks. Yeah. Okay, in the US, number 10, Journey 2, The Mysterious Island. Wow. Number 9, Safe House. Number, number 8, October, October Baby. Baby. Number 7, Project X. Uh, that got some pretty bad reviews. Yeah, but they're still doing a sequel. Yeah. Number 6, Thousand Words. This ain't getting a sequel. Yeah. Uh, number 5, Act of Valor. That's Filmed crazy. using real US servicemen. Real fucking heroes. Real fucking miniguns and shit. Yeah. Number four, John Carter. Number three, Dr. Seuss, The Lorax. Number two, 21 Jump Street. That's, it's yeah. getting really good reviews. Really good reviews. I think it's, it might be as good a remake as, um, what's it called? Stasky and Hutch. <laughs> that was good. And number and one, one, The Hunger Games. Games. So, yeah, more money than God, more money than God. So, thanks for listening. We'll try and do one next week or the week after or, you know, whenever we crop back up again. Sounds good. Good. Goodbye. Bye.